This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we're going to have so much fun, but we're also going to learn so much about something that is absolutely positively critical for the success of your business, and that's copywriting. You know, how many times have we thought, oh, we need great graphics. We need great branding. We need, and yes, we do need all of those things. But if your message doesn't resonate with the people who are reading it or hearing it, all the graphics, all the branding, all of that really other good stuff won't matter in the slightest. So please join me in welcoming Rosie DeLecce to our program today. Welcome, Rosie. Hi, Deb. Hi. Thank you. So happy to be here with you. This is so much fun. And as you can tell, Rosie is speaking to us from the wonderful place of Italy. I love Italy. As I was <laughs> telling her before the program, I would move there in a flash. Um, and you know, it's, it's such a beautiful country. And part of it, well, you know, see, I'm so excited to talk to you. I didn't even <laughs> read your bio. So let me tell folks a little bit about you before we really jump into this. So Rosie DeLecce is an emotional copywriting expert and coach. She's the founder of Writing with Rosie, and her mission is to help businesses express their identity and connect emotionally with their audiences through the use of powerful copy. Born and raised in Italy, she's a fervent supporter of self-expression, emotional intelligence, and vulnerable vulnerability vulnerability. So I can't even say that word. <laughs> So again, Rosie, welcome to our program. Thanks, Deb. Such a pleasure to be here with you. I'm so excited to talk about copywriting and its power when it comes to business. You know, and it is so powerful. And it's funny because as I was preparing for the program today, one of my thoughts was that because you are Italian, you know, it, uh, Italians have, they are so emotional. They are um, so... Uh, passionate Great about passionate. everything. Yes. Yeah. And, and so maybe that helps with writing your content, you know, doing, doing things like that because it is, you know, it, it's, it's an emotional language. It's a beautiful language. And so, you know, that, that carries over into your copywriting. Um, but tell us why you decided, let's back up just a little bit. Why did you decide that, that helping people with their copywriting was the passion in your life? Well, that's kind of, it just happened in a way. It's mm -hmm. a bit of a, you know, a complex story, but it kind of happened. Mm -hmm. As in, I've always been very fascinated with languages and writing. Okay. And since I was little, basically, I taught myself English when I was eight. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, really obsessed with that. And through music, I just started dabbling in different mm -hmm. languages, let's say. And then at a certain point, I just started writing. Before I knew it, I was studying to be a translator and interpreter. Mm -hmm. And then something happened, which was I moved to the Netherlands. And once okay. I got there, because of life, you know, mm -hmm. it just happened that I started working marketing. And because of my passion for writing, content marketing was just the way to go. Okay. But then before I knew it, I actually realized, well, 
I'm not really just doing, you know, content creation. I'm mm-hmm. doing something more. So through my work, um, I just started to train as a copywriter. Okay. But there was something missing. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, I think it's, it's what you were saying, like the Italian side of me just said, okay, copywriting is really cool. Of course, it's aimed at selling something, but it's missing that one thing mm-hmm. that, you know, that makes it special in my own definition of what special is. And for me, it's all about uh, being vulnerable, being passionate, expressing who you are. And what I realized is that indeed being Italian, I do have a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. So I thought, why not using it? And why not trying to bring something new to the table and, in, you know, start a new dialogue about how you should connect with your audience. Mm-hmm. So at a certain point, I just started studying and training and, you know, I was working the nine to five for a few years before Mm -hmm. just starting my own business. And, you know, and before I knew it, I just turned into an emotional copywriting expert. So that's what I call myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And it is about using emotions to capture someone's attention, but we're really bad at it. (laughs) And part of that is because we think, well, it does make us vulnerable or, Mm -hmm. you know, people are going to read it and be turned off by that, you know, because they just want, you know, there, there used to be a TV show here. Actually, oh, I think it might even predate me. It would definitely predate you because you're a youngster. (laughs) Um, But, you know, one of the the taglines in it was just the facts, ma'am. And, and I think that's what, you know, especially here in the, in the States, what we have been taught is, you know, short, sweet, simple, to the point. You know, yeah. don't, don't put in all those flowery words. Don't, you know, and, and, and I tell people, no, we have to tell a story. We have to suck that person in. And if they're, if it's not resonating with them, well, then it's just, it's never going to resonate with them more than likely. Um, you know, it's not the right time. Yeah. It's not the right product, whatever it is. Exactly. But, you know, we read content all the time and we think, <laughs> right? And you're probably even thinking it more I than say, I am. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> heavens, you, know, you read it and you think, oh, can't we just spice this up a little bit? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, how do you convince people that it really does help if we add some emotion, if we add some of those flowery words, all of those various things? I think it's just a matter of, misinformation you know the causes mm-hmm. everything that you were talking about because people think that being emotional or anyway putting emotion in your copy mm-hmm. whatever it might be you know whether it's for your website or a flyer or you know advertising whatever you might you know you might use for your business mm-hmm. people think that that means indeed to be fluffy right people uh, think that it's all about you know, triggering uh, this kind of crybaby that we have inside mm-hmm. and just go for it. But that's definitely not it. Right. So, so what I try to do is also to educate people. Mm-hmm. So I also actually work as a coach as well in copywriting mm-hmm. and content creation. And one of the things that I always say is that we have a very wide range of emotions, right? I mean, we mm-hmm. have the negative ones, we have the positive ones, we have everything in between. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of getting to know our audience at first mm-hmm. and understanding what it is that is dear to their heart, what it right. is that they care about, what it is that actually triggers them on the emotional level. Mm-hmm. Once you know that, you can still keep it, you know, short and to the point, mm-hmm. but 
it's just a matter of, you know, they say don't sell the mattress, sell a good night's sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what copywriting, especially emotional copywriting, that's for you. So don't think about the facts. Don't think about um, all those features and, and the specs or whatever products might be, mm-hmm. but actually think about what is the benefit. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, if we want to go one step further, which is what I do with my clients, I don't only look at the benefits as in the practical benefits, because, you know, okay, the good night's sleep is actually a, a, a practical thing. You know, if mm-hmm. you sleep, right. you feel better, mm-hmm. that's it. But then what does it do with you on an emotional level? Mm -hmm. And that's where I go, you know, and hit that sweet spot. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, if we sleep better, just to keep going with this example, Mm -hmm. um, if we sleep better, uh, probably we will feel um, much more energized. We will be much more productive in our work. Um, For example, if I don't sleep well, actually, I cannot even like eat rice. I just Mm -hmm. just cannot, you know, like my body just goes crazy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we can talk about those benefits that are also an emotional level. I will feel better mentally. I will feel happier. So this is what we have to push on. So it doesn't mean necessarily to be fluffy, but it just means to understand what your audience wants on an emotional level. And that's Mm -hmm. because we're human and we are all triggered by emotion. Mm-hmm. whatever you know whether it's positive or negative we are always triggered by emotions and if i can add something more to this then i see a trend people just like to be controversial and people just like to be uh you know tapping into fear and anxiety mm-hmm. but that's not it there are big big companies that are successful, they make millions and actually they tap into emotion, like into um, positive emotions. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we also have to focus on because not everybody wants to, you know, have this kind of fear of missing out, put in them mm-hmm. and, and think like, okay, I have to buy this because or else. Right. No, sometimes people just actually want to feel, I want to buy this product, this service, because it's going to change my life mm-hmm. for the better. Right. Well, and it's funny because we've been taught that we're supposed to be solving someone's pain mm-hmm. and, you know, with whatever our product or service is. And so because we have that word pain in mind, we immediately go towards negative, you know, and, right. and, and you're, you're so right. I mean, you know, back to the, the mattress example, you know, pain would be you're not sleeping well, you're, mm-hmm. you're hurting. I mean, literally pain, yeah. you know, all these various things. And yes, that's, that's a part of it. But, you know, the, I think of the commercials here where, you know, we're showing the person waking up with so much energy and, you right. know, all of those various things that resonates with us more than the, ow, I get up with a backache type of thing, because exactly. we don't want to see the negatives. I mean, yeah, we know that happens, but we want to see the happy person waking up going, oh, I had such a good night's <laughs> sleep. Exactly, a Snow White kind of effect. Exactly, right. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's it's just it's just some um, as I said, like it's just a matter of knowing that that's a possibility that you can use in your business, and mm-hmm. then just trying to understand, okay, how can I implement it in a way that my audience will relate to and understand? You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, and and one of the things that you mentioned too that that I caught, and you said this several times, was knowing your audience. Because who you're writing for will dictate how, you know, on actually, you know, how you are writing it. Say your, your audience are engineers. Well, they like 
numbers. They do like more right. hardcore facts, things mm-hmm. like that. And if mm-hmm. you get too fluffy with them, they're gone. I mean, you know, they, they don't care about it. So that's one of the, the critical pieces that you absolutely have to have is knowing who you're writing for. And then even in that though, I can tell you that there are, um, a few studies about this actually that mm-hmm. even when it comes to data and communicating data, then we get into a, you know, a bit of a different area of, let's say something that is related to copyright, which is storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's something that you were, te- we were also saying just mm-hmm. a few minutes ago, you know? So I actually, um, I think it was like an article or something on a magazine that was actually aimed at a uh, data analyst. Mm-hmm. And there was this huge article about how to analyze everything, what kind of softwares to use, how to communicate that to your audience, to your, you know, to your clients and everything. And eventually the mm-hmm. last paragraph said something like, but don't forget that if you want your audience to understand what you're talking about with your data, do tell stories and use emotions. Right. So even in that, you know, even when it comes to an engineer, mm-hmm. of course, don't make it fluffy in any way, but then, you know, you can use different techniques or you can integrate copywriting with storytelling, which is something so beautiful anyway, the result mm-hmm. will be, you know, just amazing. Right. So it's always a matter indeed of understanding the audience, just like you were saying, but also then, taking it one step further and trying to understand the psychology that they have. Because Mm -hmm. again, we are all humans, no matter, you know, what kind of job we do, we're still the same. We are still triggered by emotions. Right. Yeah. You know, and the example of the engineer, they still want whatever it is to work. And, and (laughs) so, you know, and, and again, you tap into that emotion of, they have something that has gone wrong or that they need. So they want to know that it works. Now you can put in the statistics because you know, they yeah. have numbers, but again, they just want to know that it works. And so it's, it's kind of a balancing act because if it's too dry, you know, and, and just has the, 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 you know, just the facts, ma'am, mm-hmm. no matter who it is, they're probably going to be turned off, um, you know, or they'll That's skim right. it or, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that's definitely, yeah, it's exactly like that. Mm-hmm. You know a lot about this, Debbie. You know, it's, it's funny that you say that I know a lot about copywriting because I'll be honest, I struggle with that. Um, you know, when, and I think virtually everyone does. When we are writing our own content, we get so caught up in it has to solve everyone's problem. It has to, to do this. It has to do that, that we forget to tell the story, to, you know, tie in emotions, all of those things. You know, I'll look back at something that I've written mm-hmm. and halfway through it, I'm going. <laughs> so that's where it really does help to work with someone like you because you're kind of that unbiased person. You can bring those emotions in. Yeah. And that's definitely what a copywriter does. Mm -hmm. And what I actually tell to everybody is because I see some people, they come to me, some entrepreneurs, some businesses, some, even some corporate, you know, big companies, Mm -hmm. they come to me and then there are these, um, um, managers and stuff, you know, and they, they are like, well, actually, you know, I'm pretty much of a good writer. Mm -hmm. And I think, okay, that's very (laughs) good. How do you tell them? No, you're not. (laughs) Right, but usually I try, I try because I don't have a filter, but I do try to have a filter in that case. You know, I'm like, okay, I believe you. Uh, that's great we, for we you. We can you know? improve but it. Writing <laughs> we can improve. You know, just just let me just have it for a couple of hours. Right. And I'm gonna return it. You know, it's just gonna be the same. No worries. 
<laughs> you can go ahead and sleep on that mattress mm -hmm. that I was selling you before, you know. Um, <laughs> no, but this is actually something that I hear over and over. People think copywriting is just about being a good writer. Mm -hmm. No, that's Stephen King doing his thing. It's different. It's different thing. It's not, it's not right. you know, you don't need to have a good, just a good script. It's mm -hmm. not a matter of having something that is written so perfectly that it's um Ernest Hemingway kind of thing. It's not that. It's mm -hmm. not about that. It's actually about being able to sell something. That's what mm -hmm. copywriting. I mean, you know, if we talk about commercial copywriting, um, marketing copywriting, advertising copywriting, they are all about one single aim, and that's selling something. Mm -hmm. So it's not a matter of um, being a good writer or just knowing how to write. It's actually a matter of understanding how you can sell something through your writing. Right. So it's a bit of a different concept, but actually I see um, a lot of people, they, they just get confused. They think that copywriting is just about, you know, good text. That's mm -hmm. it. So what I always advise to everybody is when you start a business, do make budget for a copywriter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the same way what you were saying in the beginning of the show, in the same way that people think, oh, I'm going to start a business and I want to have the coolest logo ever. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, okay, I need a website and I want it to be with all these features and it has to look so nice, whatever. But people don't invest in copywriting in the same way. They mm -hmm. think that that's a second step. Right. But that's such a big mistake. Um, and I, you know, I, I think at a certain point, probably I've said this like a million times, but it's all about understanding that copywriting is actually a tool and it's an investment that you're mm -hmm. making because you know that copywriting can have a return on that investment. Right. And I think the mistake that we make is thinking that copywriting is about just getting, you know, getting the information out there and then making sure it's grammatically correct. You know, all the spelling is correct, yeah. all the punctuation and all those various things. And the funny thing is really good copywriting isn't always written grammatically correct. You know, it might not have exactly. punctuation, you know, we, and, and in fact, a lot of times it will have things like uh, sentence fragments, all of those various things. And, mm -hmm. you know, because that's how we talk. And I, I always tell people that's what you need to be aiming for is when you have written something, you want it to be like you're talking to that person. Now you're going to take out the ums and the you yeah. knows and you know, all of those various things. <laughs> but you do want it to be that way. And, and you've got this great document on your, uh, your website with 10 tips. And I love tip number 10. You know, we'll talk about all of them along the way. But number 10 is read it out loud. You know, how many yeah. times do we... When we read it out loud, we catch the mistake. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, that's what I wrote. You know, that's where you discover, you know, all these various things. I, you know, when I'm working with people on their LinkedIn profiles, I tell them you absolutely have to read your summary out loud because yeah. you want it to be like you're talking to someone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And this is just because our brains are trained for mm -hmm. it. And it's so important indeed that we, you know, that we write the way that we speak. And mm -hmm. one of the things that I always tell to, um, to the clients that I coach specifically, you know, because maybe they want to learn to do it themselves. They want mm -hmm. to have the kind of freedom um, just to be able to produce it in their own copy. What I tell them all the time is just write in, you know, having in mind, keeping in mind one of your best friends. Like if you would have to invite to dinner your best friend, mm -hmm. you wouldn't say things like, 
sign up now right. because this is your last opportunity. Right. We will you have know, an excellent this, menu don't of. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you do that, I don't know what kind of friend you are, but. Right. They're thinking, <laughs> what the heck? Right. I assume mm-hmm. the people don't do that. So then I always say, just keep that in mind mm-hmm. and actually write and think, okay, how would I invite my friend to dinner? Mm-hmm. Because eventually this is what, it, you know, this is what um, a good sale is also about eventually, at least mm-hmm. for me, my, you know, my humble opinion, it's not about forcing people to buy something from you, mm-hmm. but it's actually about enabling people to know that you can, bring a change right into their life mm-hmm. so you know it's it's, a, it's about giving them maybe an experience you know with your product with your service mm-hmm. so you know you are offering them something you are inviting them mm-hmm. into your own your own brand your philosophy the values that you have the product whatever they might be and you are inviting them to just you know hop on the benefits that your product your brand can actually give them mm-hmm. so this is something that i always say do keep in mind your audience eventually is your friend so don't don't, don't force them <laughs> into stuff that they don't want to mm-hmm. and and this is something that i've learned while working um you know for different companies especially different startups and i also have a very dear friend of mine he was working in sales for a very long time and mm-hmm. at a certain point he had the highest um you know like he was he was performing at a very high level compared to all of his team and I asked him, like, okay, how do you do this, actually? Like, you know, tell me about it. Because for me as a copywriter, it's also interesting. And the only thing that he told me was, I actually try to talk to these people just as, you know, they are people. They are mm-hmm. not just numbers to me. Right. Give them options. And also, I show them that eventually, I, if they buy or, or don't, it's not that I really care. Mm-hmm. Because it's about them. I care for them. But right. I don't care if they buy. You see what I'm saying? Right. And so... It's something that really made me um, made me think, and this was already like a few years ago, you know, just when I was really starting copywriting, and and I think it really changed my, um, you know, the way that I look at copywriting as well, because it really made me think, yeah, this is, you know, this is how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. People are people. Let's treat them as people. Let's treat right. them as. That's it. Right. Well, and it, you know, I had this image as you were saying that we get this whole marketing mindset of. They're our target market, <laughs> you know? and, and we forget that they're people. And you know, and, and so we're shooting a dart at you know if we're if they're a target. Well, that means that we're trying to hit them, you know. And 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 I tell people don't think of them as a target market. Remember that it's a person that's there. It's not a business. It's not you know because you know we might be selling business to business as opposed to consumer mm-hmm. to consumer, whatever. Yeah. You're still selling to a person. They're right. not you now. That's not to say you shouldn't know who your target market is. Of course, obviously you need that. But then get that that out of your head as thinking of them as a target that you're throwing darts at. You know, yeah, I I love sniper. the concept that you know thinking of them as a friend. Yeah, exactly. We are not snipers, so let's not target people. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's just you know keep it easy. And and indeed, like once that you know your audience. To know your target audience, it actually just means to understand their psychology, mm-hmm. you know, the way that they think about things, the way that they um, feel emotions and what kind mm-hmm. of emotions they feel. So it's really about, you know, this is what actually means to have a target audience is to mm-hmm. understand who they are so that you can adapt your message to them. Because a lot of times what happens as well, what I see very often is that um, 
my clients, for example, they, they come to me and they're like, well, I seem to um, only attract people that don't have money. Hmm. And then I, I, you know, I look at their social media or I look at their website and I think, oh yeah, it makes perfect sense to me because the way that your message is, is you know, is written, mm-hmm. um, it's pretty much low end and it, it, it's just aimed at people that have no idea what's going on in business. So they right. don't have money to invest maybe because they're starting out. And, you know, and sometimes what we do together is just that we really look at that target audience. We understand their, their, uh, you know, their mindset, their psychology. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go very deep looking at this audience and then eventually we just tweak that message, mm-hmm. make it a little bit more, um, you know, solid. And then eventually their turnover is just going to be, oh, wow. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have clients that call me after one month and they're like, I made the double what I was, you know, doing before mm-hmm. with that message. So right. sometimes it's just like really about um, just little changes so that your message will just suit the people that you actually want to target. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and it's funny because I was remembering way back when I was learning how to write, you know, write copy, um, mm-hmm. write press releases, things like that. We were taught right to, actually right to the lowest common denominator. And people, you know, they would always yeah. say, well, you know, the average reading level is eighth grade, you know, and, and this was long yeah. enough ago. I don't know if that's still the same thing, but, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so we wrote like that. We were taught, don't use big fluffy words. Don't, yeah. don't use words they're not going to understand. Now, you know, there is some wisdom to that because you don't want to use words that your your audience is not going to understand unless you know back to the engineering example you know Mm -hmm. if you're if you're not using engineering terms they might think what the heck but you know selling mattresses they don't want to know what that fabric is comprised of (laughs) and you know so you know, it is about, as you said, matching your audience. If you're writing for an audience that, you know, has the, has a, a, a college level of, you know, of understanding, then you have to write that. And I think that's, you know, we get caught up in that also is, well, we have to dumb it down. And I tell you what, somebody writes like that for something that I'm wanting to buy. And I look at that and go, no, uh-uh, no, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not that person. Exactly. And, and this is a great point. One of the things that I do with the clients that I write for is actually to create um, what I call an emotional word bank. Okay. And that's to say, you know, it, it, you know word bank sounds really fancy, but it's not really. It's just a file okay. where I put all those words that ah. their audience might be using. Okay. Yes. So it's, it's really much, you know, it's pretty much in line with what you were saying. Um, and this is just part of my process. Mm-hmm. So, and what I what I noticed is that a lot of people have no idea how you know their audience speaks. Mm-hmm. But indeed, you know, they, they are just thinking about the big words and the right. jargon and all this, this fancy stuff. And it's definitely not the way. So, what I what I always advise to everybody is to create um, a branded word bank, and so how you can you know for your own brand. Just mm-hmm. stop for a moment and think about okay, first of all what kind of words do I want my brand to be associated with? Okay. And that's step one. And then step two would be what kind of words um, does my audience use when they think about my brand Mm -hmm. or when they talk about their problem, you know, and then you go like this, just one step further every time until you know exactly how they express their emotions. Mm -hmm. You know, do they say, 
um, okay, if I don't sleep well, like I just said, if I don't sleep well, I feel gloomy, mm-hmm. for example. So if gloomy is something that your audience keeps saying, ah. include that in your word bank and mm-hmm. use it in your damn copy. Mm-hmm. You know, right. just the way that it should be. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, that's something that I find very um, useful as well to, you know, to, to just keep in mind because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of brands just, they don't have their voice and, and they don't understand indeed that if we dumb it down, we're doing already something great. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's just right. the way it should be. Mm-hmm. But also they don't understand that if you are consistent with your voice, if you find, if you take time to find that voice, that is typical to you, to your brand, to your products, then it will be much easier to communicate your value eventually, mm-hmm. um, you know, to your audience. It's just the way that it should be. Right. And we have some of those words, or we should have, in, in our kind of word banks already because we're thinking of SEO. You know, if, if someone yeah. is searching online, what are they going to be looking for? And so those might be, for, for lack of a better word, maybe the, the technical type of words and But then we also, I, I love that you're saying this, we also have to have those emotional words, you know, gloomy, happy, sad, mm-hmm. you know, whatever those terms are. So we, then we combine them, you know, and, and, and how many people have done that? I mean, I, <clears throat> I haven't, and I've been doing this a long time. <laughs> and you know, it really is, we do, we have those SEO words, right? You know, because we're yeah. thinking, okay, when somebody goes to Google, what are they going to search for? Yeah. But, and, and they're not usually or maybe going to search for the emotional terms, but they might exactly. add it in. So, you know, back to the mattress thing, they might type best sleep, back pain, mm-hmm. you know, something along those lines. And, and so they're, they're putting in those emotional words sometimes. And, and so, it, you know, that's where it's going to pop up is if you've got those in there. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, it's also essential, um, especially when it comes to personal branding as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you know those words and, you know, let's suppose that you're in, in your personal branding, you want to be um, on stage, right. for example. You know, it's so important the way you're out there mm-hmm. on that stage, talking to your audience, that you talk in a way that they will understand. So again, we go back to the dummy down. Don't, don't, you know, don't, don't be weird. Just, mm-hmm. just talk normal. That's what I say all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing is just speak actually using their words. And this mm-hmm. is actually, again, a copywriting trick because mm-hmm. in the moment that we're going to use exactly those words that our audience uses to um, express their pains or, you know, express the kind of, the kind of outcome that they want, mm-hmm. this will be so much more persuasive because they just want to feel understood. This mm-hmm. is what it is about eventually, you know? So if we use the same words, whether we're on stage or, you know, behind our, behind mm-hmm. our computer, just type in our copy away, it's so important that we keep in mind, okay, what kind of words do they use? Because mm-hmm. then that's the actual moment that we're becoming persuasive. They were right. just not putting out their content for just for the sake of it, mm-hmm. you know? Right. I want to read a piece of content. Um, and, and I love this because um, I got it off of your website. Oh. <laughs> and then so, it- <laughs> I know, I know, you know, it's, it's, it, so it's, it's an example of work that you have done. And when I read this, I thought, whoa. I mean, I really did. And, and it's, it, it's short, it's memorable, you know, all these various things. So I'm, I'm going to read this because it is very short. 
So um, it's, it's, again, it's an example that you have on I'm your very website. Nervous, I know. I can hopefully, yeah, and, very and it, it, it's funny. It's like, oh my gosh, hopefully, you know, they, they, they didn't go in and change it and didn't tell you because right, we've had that happen as copywriters or, you know, we send somebody to an example of our work and we're like, that's not my work. <laughs> Um, so uh, whether you wrote this or not, you train the, the, this person well. Mm -hmm. Um, so it says, welcome to the world of brand essence. Did this ever happen to you? We open a bottle of Jasmine perfume. We walk into a pine forest or feel the scent of orange blossom blowing in the breeze. And suddenly we find our minds drifting back to a given moment in our lives or a special experience. We feel the same sensations. We hear the same voices. We're there again. That's the power of scent and smell. It can awaken emotions in us, activate senses, and remind us of important occasions. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to buy whatever it is that they're selling. Um I want you to wear this forever. Right. I know. Yeah. They they can. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, do do you love it? I put on my announcer voice when I did that too. But part of that is because of, as you're reading it, I mean, that, that really was, you know, I wanted to obviously enunciate, but because of the emotions it was evoking, I read it differently because it was, you know, and, 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 you know, and you're, you're going to do that in your mind. You know, that's one of those things too, but I love this. You know, you don't just say we open a bottle of perfume. We open a bottle of Jasmine perfume. Now I might not know what Jasmine smells like, but I thought, Oh, okay. That's, that's cool. And, and it, it is true. I mean, you know, when we use those descriptive terms, you know, pine forest, Jasmine perfume, orange blossom. Yeah. We put our minds there. Yeah. And, you know, and I don't care if we're selling a mattress, if we're selling, you know, an engineering tool. I mean, you know, one of the, the, the best commercials that I ever saw was somebody who was talking about the calculator that they had, you know, and, 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 yeah. you know, it was able to calculate to the 20th decimal point. Now I'm thinking, okay, fine. But an engineer is going, oh my gosh, 20 decimal points. <laughs> so it is about using those descriptive terms to evoke that emotion. And you want the people as they're reading it to do exactly what I did. You know, maybe yeah. it's that they're reading it and they get very emotional as they're reading it or that that they, they calm as they're reading it. So, you know, if, if say you're writing for a yoga instructor, you don't want them reading it and their voice going up and they're because that's not yoga. Right. <laughs> right um, so exactly. I, I love this as an example of your work because yeah. it is. And Thank then of you. course you have a stat. People remember only 5% of what they see, but remember yeah. 35% of what they smell. They smell. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. Yeah. You know, and, and right there, it, that truly captures it because that's, you know, and, and we do, we, re, you know, smell is, is a great example of that. Um, you know, there are various things that when you smell them, wherever you smell them, your mind immediately goes to that place, yeah. positive or negative. I mean, you know, there are obviously smells that, that people associate with something bad. Um, yeah. But, but scent really is, it's what well, they say. It's one of the most powerful things that, that, that do you remember? And I will tell you, you know, Talking about this, um, um, this copy actually that you just read. Indeed, mm-hmm. when I work with, with, with this client, it's, it's a long-term client, you know, mm-hmm. so I really love her work and everything. So, Plus she sells um, something very cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and 
be honest, like we did, we did a lot of work when he, you know, when it came to this specific website for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because indeed she was so like, you know, her brand was already something that was meant to be emotional in a way, just mm-hmm. because of what we said, you know, right. people remember else. But, um, but you know, the work that was behind it, we really took time. I talked to a few of her, over, um, I'm sorry, of her clients mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and I tried to understand what it meant to them mm-hmm. to remember a certain smell and, you know, how they felt. And mm-hmm. I wanted to just embody that. I wanted to, you know, to just put it all in that copy and make sure that you, you know, when, when you, when you actually open a, a bottle of perfume, mm-hmm. you do have that immediate moment of, oh my God, I'm smelling lemon trees in Italy. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? We do have that reaction. Mm-hmm. And it's something, you know, it's a deep work that we did, but it was so, so powerful. And the launch of that website, you know, and that product, because it was a new product, it just went, you know, amazingly well. Mm-hmm. And, and it was such a, you know, for me, of course, as a copywriter, I was so satisfied and I felt so good about it. And it was just because I felt that I was really, really, really serving mm-hmm. that kind of audience. So this is exactly the kind of vibe that you want to, you know, to have as mm-hmm. a business, as a brand. You want people to feel completely drawn in and just to feel that they're home. This mm-hmm. is what it is about, you know, that they feel, yes, now I found the product, the service whatever it might be that is right for me you know mm-hmm. it's just like a little bit like two half of an apple just coming together mm-hmm. and you know then perfection happens that's what it is this, this is you know it's like love i always say it's, it's just like love you mm-hmm. want, want to have that that spark that you're going to say yes this is the kind of product that i want to buy you know so if your copy doesn't do that for you or your products you know you're missing out on a lot of money. That's right. what it is, eventually. Right. You know, and obviously there are products and services that are easier to do this with. I mean, you sure. know, scent is 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 a great example of that because it is something that ev- that definitely evokes an emotional response. I mean, you know, that's sure. just one of those things. You know, you think of grandma. Um, there there is a cologne that you know if I smell it yeah. anywhere. I I remember a guy I dated thirty years ago. And, you know, or, you know, they tell people when you're getting ready to sell a house, bake bread right before you're doing an open house or have cookies, you know, cinnamon, all of those things, because that evokes something that, that is a very positive emotion. So, you know, but there, you can do this with whatever your product or service is, you know, maybe you're not making them feel warm and fuzzy, Mm -hmm, but you mm -hmm. know, you're, you're letting them know that, that maybe it is that you feel their pain and yeah. you can help them solve that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is exactly what it is. And, and, and when it comes also to pains, because we, we've been talking about this, you know, we've, we've been touching on it mm-hmm. uh, a few times already. When it comes to um, pain, again, do understand, is it, you know, what kind of pain is it? Mm-hmm. Is the pain that is really connected to just a practical problem mm-hmm. or is the pain that, you know, has that, that emotional side as well. Mm-hmm. And, and when it comes to pain, again, we, we don't need, I'm just going to repeat this because we, I said this before, but don't only think about what's negative. Mm-hmm. Do and think about, you know, take some time and think about what it is also the, the, 
the positive approach to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I always say, for example, um, Airbnb, Mm -hmm. everybody knows Airbnb, I guess. Mm -hmm. And when they launched their, um, their website, one of the advertising that they had, one, you know, one, one specifically one bit of their copy was something about Caroline, you know, this person, Caroline Mm -hmm. is, um, a very social person she's friendly and she loves traveling and meeting new cultures mm-hmm. now she can also make some extra money mm-hmm. while hosting people that will show her the world while sitting in her living room it was something like that i mean mm-hmm. it's not literal of course right. but mm-hmm. you know this, this was obviously it. you remembered and, it i mean this is this is what good copy does exactly exactly and i i was so impressed because mm-hmm. they could have said you know um yeah, host somebody in your house because, you know, maybe you want to make uh, extra money because mm-hmm. the crisis is here and you want to, you know, just, just earn that, that side money that, you know, will, will, will allow you to go out and drink with your friends. Like, you, right. you know, they could have made it, turn it into something um, much more negative, mm-hmm. something much more, you know, loaded in a way that people would, would, would think like, oh yeah, actually I need money. So right. let me just host a stranger in my mm-hmm. house, whether mm-hmm. it's going to kill me or not, that's my problem, but whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, this, but to know what they did, they were actually focusing on, okay, who are these people that are going to use this platform? They are mm-hmm. social people. They are people that are friendly. So let's just focus on that. Mm-hmm. So that was so smart, you know, and, and, and that's what you want to do. So also focus on, a little bit of a, you know, um, yeah, positive, light approach. That's going to work as well. Of course, if right. you're selling something very serious and very, you know. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it, it has to stay serious. Mm-hmm. About it, of course. But, you know, but, but, but if you can, um, do inject from time to time some humor, some positivity. Also because, mm-hmm. you know, life is already hard on its own the way it is. Why should we make it even more complicated for people? Right. Come on. Right. You know? Well, And as you were talking about this, I was thinking, you know, sometimes you have to have a a side story. I can't think of a better way to say this because your product is kind of like, yeah, you know, I was thinking Budweiser. I mean, you know, there's, there's only so many ways that you can advertise beer and people drinking and people partying, and maybe that's not the best thing to advertise. So hello, you start using these Clydesdale horses and you tell this, you know, and, and the Clyde, yes, Budweiser has Clydesdale horses, you know, here in the United States is pretty cool. You get to see them, all these various things, but horses aren't drinking beer. They're not selling beer. You know, they're not doing any of those things, but you associate Clydesdales with Budweiser. Um, Another example that I was thinking of is, is Geico insurance. You know, we've Mm -hmm. got Flo, the salesperson selling the insurance or the, the gecko. Yeah. They're not, you know, they're not saying with this insurance, you get, it's kind of this (laughs) side story. And sometimes Brands have yeah. to do that because whatever it is, isn't the best story is maybe the, the way to put right. it. So they have something different that, that goes into it to capture your attention. Definitely, definitely. And in, in, you know, talking about stories, what I think that also is um, very important is that you tell a story that again, can be very relatable mm-hmm. um, for your clients because mm-hmm. for your audience, you know, because Again, even in, in that case, you have to think about, you cannot just tell a random story, right. but it's definitely something that every brand should do. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I do invite all of my clients to always take some time and actually tell me their story, you know, mm-hmm. their side story, their origin story, whatever they might be. 
just to share with me um, a little bit more about, you know, like there is a different level. It's a different layer mm-hmm. to their product. So I, I, I asked them like, okay, can you tell me a little bit more about it? And I do realize that a lot of them um, just find it so difficult because they think, well, uh, to be honest, like, I don't know what my story is, but I think, well, you know, but if you're selling something that is extremely complicated, how are people going to understand? Right. Or if you're, if you're selling something that there are many of, I mean, if you're selling, for example, a pen, mm-hmm. you know, something so, so random, so common, right. you know, mm-hmm. how are you going to stand out from the rest if mm-hmm. you don't have a very good story? If mm-hmm. you don't have something that is going to, to make it different mm-hmm. from you know from everybody else that's right. that's what is important and that's what i think definitely every business should just really um you know try and focus on mm-hmm. well and you know, once you have that story it's very important then to stick to it and i'm reading this from your own stuff so mm-hmm. you know and and i think that's one of the things where i mean we see that you know i, I mentioned geico they have multiple storylines. They have flow. They have the, the, the lizard. They have this, the, you know, there's several. And to me, that gets confusing, you know, because yeah. then you are forgetting what it is that they're selling. So, you know, it's, it's very important that someone finds their story and yeah. then stays with it. You know, it's not, exactly. you know, here's the flavor of the month type of thing. It's no, you know, figure <laughs> out what that story is and, and stick with it. Because if you confuse yeah. people, they're not going to buy your product. They may think, well, hey, that was a cute story, but then they get lost. Exactly, exactly. So this is something that is definitely key. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when, when you find that voice as well, you know, find your voice, mm-hmm. find your story, stick to it. And another thing that I say, when it comes to the writing part, you know, like the, speaking in a very practical way, mm-hmm. what I tell everybody is make sure that you know what it is, the point that you want to make. Because mm-hmm. what I see is that sometimes people, for example, like in social media posts, you know, people start with something and then they end somewhere else. Right, and right. They, like, they went oh, off in a totally different direction, right? <laughs> exactly. It just happens, which is crazy. You know? It just happens the same on a website. Sometimes mm-hmm. you read something and you're like, wait, you were telling me that you are selling... I don't know, towels, and now you're mm-hmm. telling me a whole different story. What's this? Mm-hmm. Come on. Right. So what I always say is find your voice, stick to your story, and make sure that before you even start writing, you know exactly the kind of point that you want to make. Mm-hmm. Because once that you know that, then that's the moment where your copy is going to be powerful, especially if connected to everything else that we just said. You know, so mm-hmm. dumb it down, talk to your friends, use the same word. So if you just you know, bring it all together, if we tie it all together, mm-hmm. that's the moment when copy is going to be um, powerful and be consistent, you right. know, just, 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 just that, mm-hmm. you know, so easy as that. <laughs> well, but we do forget. I mean, you know, that's the funny thing about this is, and, and sometimes we, we get so tied up in telling that story that we forget. And, you know, there's that, that nice little marketing term called call to action. Um, you yeah. know, and, and it is, you know, we, we do, we get so caught up in telling that story that we forget to tell people, contact us, call us. And, you know, I, I've, I've told this before where, you know, when I was blogging, I would write what I thought were the, you know, these fabulous blog posts and nobody ever commented. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then a really funny thing happened. When I added a sentence at the end that said, what do you think, you know, somewhere along these lines, what do you think 
tell us in the comments or give us an example. Or when I gave them the direction that, hey, I really wanted to hear from them, they started commenting. And you know, and, and we, we do, we forget that call to action, the click here, the call now, the whatever it is. <laughs> and, you know, so don't just tell the story because you're not just telling a story. You want them to, to do something. So don't forget to tell them what it is you want them to do. Exactly. And that's connected to, yeah, indeed to, the, to you know, having a point, making it clear mm-hmm. and then invite them. Um, to take action because eventually right. again we go back to you know copywriting is just is not just mm-hmm. about writing something but it's actually about making a sale eventually you know right so and that's the way but then even when it comes to um, call to actions mm-hmm. of course be clear be specific um, but then again don't be um, how can I say it is in a nice way don't, don't just pushy say something <laughs> for the sake of yeah exactly mm-hmm. thank you mm-hmm. um don't just say something for the sake of it don't be pushy right and actually be honest mm-hmm. a lot of times we see things such as um click here for more info and then mm-hmm. actually you go there you click on it and actually it's already like give me your credit card mm-hmm. details right uh, okay and I'm very confused, but I'm like, okay, this is not what I want. I don't want actually to also have anything to do with these kind of people mm-hmm. because they are not telling me the truth. And, you know, if people, that's also the thing, if people detect that you're telling BS and if they think that you're not being authentic, that you're mm-hmm. not being honest, they will run away from you because right. you might not be, you know, the best example of authenticity and integrity but when it comes to our money we all want our sellers to be as you know like the best example Mm -hmm. of authenticity so just be real and Mm -hmm. don't be pushy well and you know and and that's where then the technical aspects come in you know if you're if you're you know telling somebody you know click here for x and and they click and it goes to the wrong place so you know all these various things then there's this whole big disconnect, um, you know, and, and, and keep it simple folks in, in more ways than one, you know, we've, we've mentioned keeping the text simple, keep, make it easy for someone to connect with you. You know, I don't want to have to fill out a form that asks me 900 questions. Oh my God. Um, No, please. You know, and, and, and it's funny. I've, I have now created an email address that is, you know, just for things that I sign up for. Because I don't want it going, you know, because, you know, I'm getting added to somebody's email list. That's fine. You know, I don't mind that. That's obviously what I'm doing. But I need to keep those filtered out just so that it's faster for me to to go through my emails. But yeah, if it's complicated, no, you know, I'm not going to do it. I did one the other day where somebody said, you know, hey, click here for a a free downloadable, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I clicked there and I went to the wrong place. And you know, and, and and I got this nice, pretty splash page, but it wasn't where I was supposed to go. And they, right. and so I don't know where the link was, but yeah. So it, it's very important. You know, you've got this great story. Make sure then it has a great finish. <laughs> don't yeah, don't yeah, confuse people. Yeah, definitely. That that's 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 a good one. And I love that you said, "Keep it simple, folks." Mm-hmm. Indeed, it's just the way that it is. Let's not, <clears throat> excuse me, let's not overcomplicate it. Let's not think that this is like, it's not rocket science eventually. Mm-hmm. We are not a brain surgeon. So, you know, just, just keep it, keep it simple indeed. And, and 
um, take time to actually also check in with your audience just mm -hmm. to see if everything is all right. You know, check your website, make sure that everything works. And, and indeed, don't ask too many questions because I get mad. I just cannot handle it. That's right. it. Too many things going I on. I tell people I have the um, attention span of a gnat. So, you know, <laughs> solve my problem quickly or I'm on to something else. Exactly. Exactly. And when, and when you send emails, since you were talking about, you know, this and stuff, when you send emails, just do this for me, you know, as a personal favor, please, 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 please do not go into those very cheap clickbait mm -hmm. stuff, right. titles, you know, don't do that. Mm -hmm. And also keep those emails again, short, mm -hmm. simple. you can sell me everything. Probably mm -hmm. if you just use 10 words instead right. of a hundred. And mm -hmm. I see that emails are getting longer and longer. They are getting, you know, too many. Sometimes mm -hmm. like I receive from some people eventually, you know, I just unsubscribe of course, but I mm -hmm. receive uh, probably, I think that the last time was six emails in three days. Eek. If you're doing that, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it. I right. don't care. Mm -hmm. saying it. And you shouldn't because you're just driving me away because you're not giving me any value. You're not telling me anything interesting. Plus your copy is as boring as ever mm -hmm. and, and and you know you you don't get my attention in any way and if you use clickbaits um yeah a lot of people will think okay mm -hmm. now cool uh i was fooled mm -hmm. you won't fool me again right thank you bye and heaven forbid that they post something on social media about that you know right. all of those various things please <laughs> well and exactly, you know, exactly. it, it's important you can have those detailed documents, you know, the, the specs, you know, back to the mattress example. You know, you can have a document that talks about how many inner springs and what the fabric is and, and all of those things so that if somebody wants that detail, it's available for them. But don't shove it in their face right to start with. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You definitely, you don't need to do that. Um, and that's, again, the emotional bond that I talk about mm -hmm. all the time. You can just make sure that, you know, if you know your audience, we go back to it. If you know your audience, if you know how they feel, if you know, if you know what triggers them also on an emotional level, mm -hmm. you just use that to actually create an honest connection. And mm -hmm. when it comes to social media, for example, um, a lot of people just have this promo uh, post, you know, and, and, and then I think, okay, what about the rest? Mm -hmm. You can talk about, for example, your interests. And of mm -hmm. course, you know, if your interests are the same of your audience, if you know your audience to that level, Mm -hmm. that's even better mm -hmm. that's why you know when you, when, you, when you look at instagram there are so many brands that eventually turn into you know very naturally actually they turn into um uh, a lifestyle brand and mm -hmm. that's because maybe there are you know these these brands that are selling bags and then at the same time they're showing you mm -hmm. um i don't know that they are traveling the world or doing whatever and people are connected to it because they think yeah that's me mm -hmm. so why instead of always saying buy this buy this buy this do this do that why instead of doing this, why don't we just take some time to think about how can I connect emotionally with my audience? What is actually that my audience finds interesting? In mm -hmm. Interesting, I guess. Interesting. Mm -hmm. What is it that they want from me? What is it that, you know, how can we become best friends? Mm -hmm. Think about that for a moment and then your copy is going to be powerful. Trust right. me on it. <laughs> right. You know, and, and I love that, you know, treating them as a friend. You know, we've mentioned that several times. One of the things that I tell people is figure out who, you know, who your, who your target market is 
and get a picture of them or dolls. You know, I've, I, you know, especially when we're sitting here in our offices, you know, in, in there's, you know, nobody around us, all these various things. I actually have two dolls that represent who I am writing for, who my clients are. And so I am writing for them. I'm looking at them as I'm writing, you know, put the picture of, you know, whoever it is on, on the side of your monitor so that you're remembering this yeah. is who I'm writing for. I'm not writing for company X or, or worse. I'm not writing just to make the sale. You know, I'm writing to help mm-hmm. them. Exactly. And I love that you mentioned it earlier. You know, the, the really successful people are, are the ones that if they don't buy it, that's okay. You know, and, yeah. and, you know, because it just wasn't right, you know, for whatever reason, do we really want somebody to buy it just because you made them buy it or, you know, all those things they might buy it once they're not going to buy it again. And they're certainly not exactly. going to tell their friends about it. Yeah, well, holy exactly, shmoly, exactly. Rosie, <laughs> we are, we're at the top of the hour. This has been so much fun. I love this. I love this. I love this. Tell people how they find you and connect with you online. Tell me, tell us a little bit about your, the services that you do provide. Okay, so people can find me at Writing with Rosie everywhere, mm-hmm. basically, okay. <laughs> on social media. I'm always Writing with Rosie, and my website is www.writingwithrosie.com. Mm-hmm. And the kind of services that I offer right now are, of course, copywriting. So mm-hmm. I can write powerful copy, emotional powerful copy mm-hmm. for you and your business, whether it's a small business, startup, SMEs, corporate, I do it all. Mm-hmm. And another service that I offer is coaching. So if you want to understand how to create a strong um, communication plan and how to write for your audience. Mm-hmm. You need a little bit of help, somebody that can be accountable for you, somebody that can show you all the tricks mm-hmm. to actually, you know, um, rock the mm-hmm. coffee game. Right. Then you can just get in touch with me. Perfect. And again, that was, what was your website again? Writingwithrosie.com. Perfect. Well, Rosie, this has been absolutely wonderful. And, you know, it's, it's something that I think we all absolutely positively have to remember. We have to make that emotional connection. And it doesn't matter if you're selling a widget or, you know, whatever it is. We need to make that emotional connection with people and we do it through our copy. Exactly. Thank you, Deb, for your time. It was such a pleasure to be here with you. I'm so happy that I had this opportunity. And of course, it was so much fun. We should do it again. Come on. We definitely must do it again because (laughs) this is something that I think we can't talk about enough. Um, You know, and and so we will definitely do this again. But until then, I am Deb Creer. I've been having a wonderful time talking with Rosie DeLecha. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour. Hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.